Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on FjorgeCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge. And today on our show, we will be talking with Jill Draper about our integrated marketing agency, MarketSmith. Welcome to the show, Jill. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here. Great to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about MarketSmith? Yes. um, MarketSmith is one of the fastest growing woman-owned integrated marketing agencies. And we have a robust set of suite of services from content, media, research, and technology. But what really sets us apart and what we specialize in is in data analytics. So what does that mean? That means that not only are we trying to develop the best content that really resonates with our clients' consumers. We're trying to get that content in the right media channel so that it is touching the consumer where it's going to have the biggest impact to change their behavior. But our data analytics is really showing us how that campaign is performing in the past and then how it can perform even better in the future. That's great. And you're the president of MarketSmith. Can you tell us about your journey, how you became or how you came to be the president of MarketSmith? Um, sure. So um, I would say that all along my career, I've had the opportunity to work with great mentors, you know, great women who have been really um, good role models for me. So, you know, back when I started um, in the industry at YNR, I worked with a woman named Daryl Elliott, who, you know, just had a lot of grit and um, really taught me the, the the necessity of how to be very resilient. Um, and then, you know, throughout my career, um, I worked at Epsilon and I had the opportunity to work with um, Kathy Lang. And um, she's just such a smart businesswoman. And I think she really taught me, you know, how to how to work with clients and how to really develop those solutions that make the most sense to drive their business. And now I'm really fortunate to be with Monica Smith, um, our CEO and founder. And, and when I met Monica, I came in for the interview and she was such a force and so dynamic. And really, I just felt like she was this entrepreneur that had such vision and was a, is really trying to leapfrog um, ahead of all the other agencies out there because of her approach to using um, data and, um, and, and, and visualization and automation. So, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's, you know, I just thought that was going to um, be a great place for me. And, and it has been. I've been here four years. So let's go back to, to young pro- professional Jill. Um, what, what made you want to get into the marketing field in the first place? So like so many people, you know, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was lucky enough to get an internship between my junior and senior year in college and and I worked um, at Wells Rich Green, which was run by Mary Wells at the time. And um, that was just a really, it, it was so fun. And I just thought, gosh, this is, you know, this is really interesting. I really loved the idea of, of being able to figure out what makes 
people tick? What makes consumers tick? Um, and and to be able to come up with a message that, you know, really touches their heart and their mind, and you know, drives them to that that path, along that um, path to purchase. So, you know, I think it was it was really that internship, and you know, I think that um, you know having those kind of experiences are, are just so valuable for young people. And and we do a lot of internships here at Market Smith, but you know when I when I counsel and, and coach, you know, young people, I just say to them, you know, just say yes to any opportunity that comes your way and, and try it out. See how it goes. You don't have to, you know, do it forever, but you'll learn something along the way. And, and that's how it was for me. Definitely sage advice. Um, so what, how is the marketing or advertising field different than what you thought it would be going into it? I think that, you know, going into it initially, you know, okay, it was a lot like Mad Men. It was a lot like Bewitched. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's, you know, it's very, very creatively oriented. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's really what I think how advertising, you know, came to be. But now it's just changed so dramatically over the years, you know, with the onset of big data and being able to really know um, who we're talking to and know so much more our consumers and customers and to be able to create, you know, specific content that is more relevant to them. So that's, you know, I think that, you know, that impact of data. And then of course, digital has just, you know, changed the game completely. So it's, you know, it's putting consumers in the driver's seat, making them more empowered um, and, you know, really figuring out, you know, how to be invited into their world. You know, that lean in media vehicle has really just, you know, changed everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's one of the coolest things that you've done in your career? Um, well, I think that a couple things. I think, you know, working with iconic brands um, and being able to make an impact on their business has been really cool. So um, one example is I got to work on AT&T for a number of years and we were working on their prepaid cards and we got to help them launch it at Walmart. So being able to take AT&T and then to create a retail product and um, take it into Walmart was a, was a really cool thing. We, we ended up creating and helping them build a billion dollar business and, um, and, you know, creating, you know, different point of sale um, materials in Walmart, different aisles. It was, it was really, it was, it was really interesting, pretty cool. But I'd say another example that might be a little bit flashier is when we um, launched Gold Toe, a line of uh, men's underwear, um, briefs and undershirts for Gold Toe. And um, one, and we created this experiential marketing um, platform in New York City for the launch. And one of the things that we did was to actually put a pair of men's briefs on the um, the bull down in Wall Street. So Love even it. before even before the Defiant Girl, you know, we were you know leveraging <laughs> you know the, the monumental um, experience. So that was really I thought that was pretty cool. Got it. Very cool. Have you done a lot of experiential marketing? Um, yeah, I'd say, I, I would say we, um, I've worked on a lot of sponsorships, uh, for, for brands. So whether that's the Olympics, um, for AT&T, um, or, um, working with, um, Georgia Pacific and Brawny Paper Towel and, um, Quilted Northern, we did an experience, uh, for Quilted Northern where we, um, uh, created a beautiful upscale um, porta potties and sponsored the race for the cure so that we could 
give consumers, you know, at point of use, the great experience of the quilted northern bath tissue when they really needed it most. So that was that was really good. Very cool. Um, so let's go back to MarketSmith a little bit. Uh, what what makes MarketSmith different than other agencies? So I would really say, again, it's a part of our data analytics, but it's the way we bring um, humanity and marry that with technology. So what does that mean? It means that we are marketers with roots in direct marketing. So we're able to tell a story coming out of that those data insights. We're really able to um, bring our business acumen and marketing experience so that we can shed um, shed light and not just you know being pay, paying attention to the numbers, but you know really telling a story of what that what those numbers really mean. Very cool. It kind of sounds like um, you maybe start a human and then use technology to to prove its effectiveness um, or to prove um, that that you're, the whatever you're saying in the human element is is really working. So we have a number of products that come out of our data analytics team. It's not only about automating the data and bringing it into one central repository where we're bringing in data from all different data points. Our data stack includes digital data, media data, call center, retail. So we're really being able to match up a consumer's behavior and their outcomes with the media that's driving that behavior. In addition to the visualization that's telling us what is working, what's not, we also have data scientists and statisticians on board. And they're really creating the algorithms and the models so that we can project out and predict what will be better performing media in the future. And one of the products that we developed is a media mix model. And in that case, um, we're able to isolate the different media channels and the variables to see which channel is really um, driving the having the greatest impact on those retail sales or on those leads that are being generated or on those web visits. So for another one of our clients that was more digital centric, we did use the media mix model to get a better understanding of the different digital channels and to see how the digital channels were impacting sales at retail. So we looked at mobile, display, search, as well as social. And we found that, not surprisingly, mobile had the biggest impact, followed by search and then display. We also found that social um, really had no impact on the on the sales at retail. But because you know we, we take a more um, holistic look at the entire marketing plan, we knew that social played a specific role. So while it, this while our media mix model helped us create a more precise and efficient media plan to drive to retail. It also allowed us to um, create the right KPIs and the right views to include social and keep that within the plan as well. Very cool. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we will be getting some more integrated marketing advice from Jill. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. 
Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Jill Draper of MarketSmith. Uh, Jill, can you give our listeners some details, a pointer or two on um, how you guys do your work so effectively? Another factor of how we do our work so differently from other agencies is that Many media agencies and creative creative agencies are really looking to um, develop the best campaigns that deliver on their impressions or um, are delivering on their awareness. The kinds of clients that come to us are in res- direct response and really driving a measurable outcome. So th- those agencies that you're um, you're referencing are. Um... Are they looking more short term to just deliver on their their um, exact scope rather than kind of it sounds like you guys are looking at the bigger picture of how what you're doing in one campaign impacts everything else? Um, I'm not sure. I think that, you know, agencies, most traditional agencies are really looking to deliver on on their impressions. You know, clients give their briefing. They're asking for agencies to help them create an awareness building campaign or a a campaign that delivers an efficient media plan that delivers a certain number of impressions or level. While we're, of course, very interested in um, developing the most cost-effective and efficient campaign, we believe that you need to go to that net results. So ROI is our North Star. It's what we're always shooting for and, you know, driving um, more effective results, whether that's leads, whether that's sales, um, whether that's, and, and whether that's, um, and we're measuring ourselves cost per lead, cost per order, or cost per acquisition. What can a client do to stay focused on ROI? I think that clients really need to make sure that they're setting um, setting goals and not just, and a lot of what we find is a lot of clients are looking at um, the very beginning of a campaign and then they're just not um, connecting the dots throughout. And so many are, you know, feel that they've executed market um, and, you know, now they're, they've got to take a look at and, and seeing how the campaigns are really performing. And, you know, we really help our clients not only 
performing from an aggregate perspective, but you know, what are the drivers that are leading to results? And we help them get to the answering the why, not only why things are not going well, but why things are good going well. We want to really figure out what those that formula is for success. That's a good point. Even if things are going well, it's important to understand why so you can replicate it. Um, Absolutely. So to change pace a little bit, um, there's been a lot of news recently about diversity. I'm curious, uh, how is MarketSmith addressing diversity? So as a woman-owned and LGBTBE-owned um, agency, we really embrace it. We're part of the, we have our national cer certification bank and NGLCC. Uh, we participate in the, in um, networking um, and, and um, trying to fulfill clients' needs for um, their diversity requirements. Um, but for us, diversity is more than just, you know, checking a box. We are 54%. Um, women employees were comprised of 34% minority and 25% millennial and really encourage um, diverse thinking. We part of the way we operate here um, at MarketSmith electives. So, you know, we're bringing in people from all different departments and walks of life so that we can come up with the best solution clients. And I think that diversity is, is a, you know, it's a, it's a, an important, um, factor in, in the marketplace right now. I think corporations are looking for um, uh, agencies that have that kind of diverse thinking. And, you know, McKinsey just did, did a study and um, um, who have gender diversity are 15% 15, 15 more likely to have better outcomes than those who, who do not. I haven't seen that study, but I'm curious how they're, um, I guess, how they're quantifying that. Do you, do you know, well, do you have any more details on that? Well, I think that they're looking because so many of the top um, top corporations, the um, S and P five hundred, you know, report on their level of diversity and if they're meeting, you know, various diversity requirements. So they're taking a look at those that have a higher level of diversity and comparing those um, that do not. Um, so what what's the most satisfying thing that you, Jill, do at work? What's really satisfying to me is we have a lot of young people here. And we're growing so bringing in, um, you know, people who, you know, might um, come from different um, backgrounds. And so being able to, you know, give them that leadership, ensure that they're getting the right training and to be able to see, you know, young people after the, after you've been working with them for a while to be able to, you know, see them, you know, do a great presentation and, you know, on their own and, um, you know, that they're really flourishing. You know, that's that's really exciting. And then I think the other thing that we do here that really makes me um, feel really fulfilled and satisfied is that part of our mantra here is is to do great work so that we can do good in the in the marketplace and to do good for our community. And we have a really strong philanthropic philanthropic effort. Um, you know. I do a lot of volunteering um, with the Cedar Hill after school program in Bootin um, that helps, you know, um, kids in, in their after school program. And um, and then we also um, are very hands on in supporting a school in Newark, the Camden Street School. And we've been able to raise funds for them to open up their own STEAM learning center. Got it. Um, you, you mentioned that MarketSmith is 25% um, millennials. I'm curious, do you approach working with millennials differently than, than past generations? I, I would say that millennials um, 
have been a, a really positive force in the in the marketplace for this reason. I think it has made um, agencies really take a look and focus in on their culture. Millennials demand a really positive, um, enriching culture, and so we have really taken a look at that. And I think that, we, you know, over the years, we've created a, a great environment where people, where it's fun, but it's also a place where people are always learning, um, working collaboratively, and um, feeling like they're making a difference in the world. I think making a difference in the world and also making a difference in their workplace. Um, I've seen from our side that um, the, the culture has kind of really really been driven a lot by millennials and it's, it's been cool to watch. Yeah, I would agree that. And I think too, you know, we've even had some leadership training where we have learned how to, you know, deal with um, and approach millennials, you know, different from, you know, um, Gen Xers, different from baby boomers that, you know, each group tends to be motivated in a different way. And so from as leaders, we have to approach um, each one of those segments differently. Right. You've got to make sure that your message will resonate. Uh, we need to take a break, but That's when right. we come back, we will be talking about a recent award Jill won, as well as Macy's new marketing strategy. Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with Cast. Only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Jill Draper of MarketSmith. Our first story today, um, Leading Women Entrepreneurs announces two, 2017 honorees. That list of the top 25 brand-building leading women entrepreneurs and business owners included uh, Jill herself. Jill, I'm, I'm curious what it means to you to be recognized in this capacity. Well, it's a, it's a really nice honor. Um, you know, the Leading Women Entrepreneurs and Business Owners is a an organization that um, is dedicated to inspiring, educating, 
and recognizing um, women business leaders in New Jersey. So um, I, I'm proud that I was part of a, a really great um, group. And, um, you know, it's, it's exciting to be recognized for some of the good work that we're doing here at MarketSmith. And so, you know, um, you know, here at, you know, at MarketSmith, we um, are doing, um, you know, we are experiencing tremendous success. We have a, a you know, data scientists, marketers, creative ideators, all doing great work for our clients. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's just it's great to be part of a of, of a team that um, is striving to be better than they can be. You know, the, the day before. Absolutely. Our second story here. Um, it's it's from Ad Age and it's titled Macy's Pins Hopes on New Marketing. Uh, so, Macy's new CEO and president um, announced announced some changes to their marketing strategy. First, they will. Uh, outline a new loyalty initiative, and second, they all have a new approach to ads, uh, focusing on regional buys ra rather than national uh, spots. Jill, I'm curious, um, what is your take on the the new marketing strategy for Macy's? So I think it's really interesting. You know, Macy's has been struggling for so long, um, and I think that you know, as they are looking to turn the corner and to you know restore um, their their declining sales trajectory. They're taking a step first in really understanding their customer and developing that loyalty program. So, you know, I'm sure that they are really looking at the data, really understanding, you know, each individual segment and developing, you know, campaigns um, and um, programs that will help migrate, first of all, keep their best customers and then migrate those, you know, um, you know, uh, emerging customers to become more loyal customers. And I think that, you know, as, um, you know, Macy's goes down this path, I think one of the key things that they have to think about is, you know, using that loyalty program, using that data to create a very personal approach. You know, when we look at what's happening, I think, in the retail environment, I'm sure Macy's is really, you know, it's, they're hitting headwinds not only from Amazon, um, but all you know, a couple of other online um, retailers like Stitch Fix, um, which is an e-commerce company that um, where you can pr provide your profile and obtain a personal shopping concierge who selects the best things based on what you're looking for and sends you a package, you know, every single month based on your preferences. And so that kind of personal concierge, you know, is something that we're, you know, we've seen a trend, you know, over the last couple of years. And I think that Macy's, as they're thinking about that loyalty program, can probably take a page from Stitch Fix and think about how they can develop offers that are very personal and based on their customers' preferences. Um, and then another example that I think, you know, would impact Macy's loyalty program is Rent the Runway. You know, again, another e-commerce um, uh, fashion and apparel company um, that is really part of the new economy where consumers can go online and s select a designer outfit for a specific occasion, rent it for that one time and then return it back to um, the company. But the thing that's so interesting about Rent the Runway is that um, it really thrives on, on, on customer reviews. So, you know, consumers can go on the platform and see the specific dress or outfit on various, on, on, on consumers. And they are posting what they look like, 
you know, posting how it fit, what the, the pros and cons are. And, you know, that kind, those kind of reviews um, are, are just becoming so important. You know, consumers want to know how is this going to look on me? What do other people say about it? And again, tapping into, you know, providing consumers with that access, that VIP access with their loyalty program could be very helpful for, for Macy's. Interesting. I'm curious um, if you were Macy's and as you outlined kind of being attacked um, from from all sides, it seems, uh, what would you do as a brand um, to uh, try and combat that? Well, I think that taking the steps and and really understanding um, their cons- their customer at a very deep level, you know, not only from you know a, a recency, frequency, and monetary value, but really understanding, you know, what is what you know kind of merchandise um, are they are they selecting, and doing that due diligence of um, creating personas and segmentation based on their preferences, and creating algorithms and modeling so that they they can really become more customer-centric and can anticipate um, customers' needs in the future. So do you believe that um, large brands can use technology to create a truly personal? Yeah, I do. I think that the technology can create a really personal experience. And I think that the only thing stopping um, really big corporations from doing that is that they they may not have the right technology stack or the right um, strategy business analysts. You know, I think that corporations and, and, you know, even some of the clients that come into our shop, they're overwhelmed by data. And so to be able to use technology that allows them to automate that data, to see it faster, to be able to, you know, visualize the trends faster is is really important you've got it and we are out of time so that's it for today on fjordcast thanks for being on the show today jill thanks so much for having me tim absolutely and you can find jill's company online at marketsmithinc.com thank you to our listeners for joining us you can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on itunes stitcher soundcloud and iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 